my my understanding of Iceland is very very okay. So I'm going to go through my understanding of Iceland that happened before I did any like uh, a modicum of research, which was just uh, um, have I'd, we started? By the way, no. <laughs> this is a part of the process. <laughs> Don't insult the process. Um, okay, so my earliest memory of Iceland as like an actual place that people live in, um, rather than like a punchline in a, a TV show. Because uh, I don't know if you know, but like every second Disney cartoon always had like the Iceland Greenland joke. Yeah. Um, but like, was I think it would have? It must have been two thousand and eight or two thousand and nine, maybe, where I realized that my Nintendo Wii had like a news function, where like you could read the news on my Nintendo Wii. And the first story was last McDonald's closes in Iceland, and yeah. I was like, oh, okay, people live there. Talk about that. That sort of fits into. Um, For sure. Yeah. Into also. The the history because collapse first ever McDonald's hamburger in Iceland was eaten by Davy uh, Nelson. <laughs> okay, we'll explain why that's funny later. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm just totally imagining like that. That seems like the Icelandic qu- equivalent of like the Gorbachev Pizza Hut commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sort of. Didn't Bill Clinton like go to Burger uh, King or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great hamburger. Yeah, everything's yeah. going to be great forever. <laughs> He also famously, when he was in Iceland, uh, went to the hot dogs hot dog stand, uh, the the SS hot dog stand, which is just what it's called, and it's unfortunate. Hang on. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. What the Operation Paperclip? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> the oldest hot dog stand in Iceland is called the SS hot dog stand, yeah. um, and it's from that, like it's, it's from think. like. 32 or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, older. Pre- they, they copied the hot dogs. Yeah. yeah, it's not what you think. The SS actually stands for shoot stuff. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, because one third, it was like, this is the best hot dog that I've ever had. That's that, is, that is on some it's sort the of best American. Hot dog I ever had. You yeah, had one with only mustard, and then you could go to that stand, and I'll, I'll, I'll have the Clinton. You could <laughs> that say. is on yeah. some sort of conspiratorial, <laughs> like. St- like red cork board, like red string cork board, kind of. Yeah, the, like, the hot dog yeah, stand hot had like a basement. There's <laughs> 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 like I a mean, bunch of emails. <laughs> I'm going for hot dogs. <laughs> it's actually an interesting, small, tiny bit of history is that that hot dog stand was there when Iceland was invaded by the British in 1940, <laughs> and right across from the ha- hot, uh, hot dog stand is a house that was built in 1911 by Imskipa which is like a shipping company, and their old logo was a sun cross. <laughs> oh my god. So there was like a big swastika on one side so and then the and SS they, hot dog stand on the other side. There's just like a hot dog. There's so some like someone being like, yeah, okay, we, I kind of get why it's happening. It's like literally on the harbor and they have to like walk through that street to get to the uh, the parliament. So they yeah. definitely yeah. saw you see him the the hot dogs, huh. you see the swastika. <laughs> they only changed the swastika like 10 years ago or something. Actually, no, it's still, they just put a plaque over it because yeah, that yeah. house is old enough to be um, yeah, like you can't the, change the uh, outside of the house, I think, yeah. because it's so old. So just hit it, but it's there. <laughs> UNESCO world. There's no, there's no swastika <laughs> exception in that in that law protecting. No, old, they're like, no, this buildings. swastika is is sig- significant historically. Yeah, culturally or historically. <laughs> and everyone keeps saying like, it's not a swastika, <laughs> it's not tilted, it's a sun cross. Get with the program. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I say about my tattoo as well. <laughs> <laughs> People don't listen. It's just, it's just me that's tilted. It is straight. <laughs> hey, 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 it's your weekly corner, Spady. Uh, it is me, Kieran, and I'm joined by Rob. Hey. 
And we have two wonderful guests with us to explain Iceland. Why does it exist? What have you done? Why do you have to eat that sheep's head that I keep seeing videos of shown to me? Uh, uh, Stentor and Andrea, say hello. Hey, hello. Hello. Um, yes. Fellow podcasters, we should say. Fellow podcasters, we'll yes. to plug it yeah. at the end. Yes. The, well, the, I mean, it's, yeah, 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 we can plug it. It's in Icelandic. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it could work. Yeah, yeah if anyone's ASMR. studying, then, you know. Yeah, wants to know about Icelandic film. In Icelandic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we need, need some movie plugs at the end. Okay, we'll talk about movies. On. He's the movie person. <laughs> My ADHD stops me from watching movies. Um, but, okay, let's see. Uh, so I, I want to talk a little bit. This is We've been doing this a couple of times. We've done country profiles. We've explained, you know, Czech Republic and other countries, presumably. And I'd like to talk a little bit about Iceland. and Because there was an election recently. That's mm. a good excuse to talk about this country. I don't need a reason. Um, but... Here we are. And, and I, I thought I'd ask you and uh, pick your brains about various points in history because I still love the SS hot dog stand. It's very hard to focus and not think <laughs> about the SS hot dog stand. Um, because you have to understand the image I have in my head. It's like themed, um, but I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So, but also like the, 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 there's a kindred spirit of uh, um with ireland and iceland um i believe every saga of every famous viking ends with and then he fought a great big battle stole a woman from ireland and retired in iceland is basically how i've been told they all end Mm. um but but the actual country of iceland was also colonized kind of by the danish and they owned that for a while had like a fucked up system where like they owned all the decent land and everyone else was a sheep farmer that like had to like seek year-long employment and couldn't start families unless you know they could prove they had enough money to actually sustain a family which seems like a cool rule uh lutheran church also involved in that that's also fun but uh uh, that little brief interlude leads us to uh uh, i'm sure a bunch of stuff happens but skip ahead to 1904 when like independence happens and i want to actually ask you guys about this because there seems to be contested you say 1918 well, I say yeah. 1944. <laughs> 1944 was a so in 1918 mm. we got self governorship, self governing ship, governance, governance, yeah. self governance. Um, uh, except uh, on everything except for um, foreign uh, policy, fo- foreign policy exactly. and and defense matters, which was uh. just like like the, the Danish crown was like we 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 got you there. Yeah, and to be fair, like the most countries today. They have yeah, self-governance, yeah, but on yeah. foreign foreign matters. Yeah, you could you could argue that we don't have foreign policy control. Yeah, yeah. You guys are in NATO, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, this, Iceland's history is basically like uh, uh, the parliament. I think it was established in 930 and oldest um, parliament yeah well well yeah that's That's also contested but um, (laughs) people like to say that and then that went on for a couple of years ended in a civil war and then iceland was like we can't govern ourselves actually like we need a king up in here yeah um and so that's how we lost our independence and then ever since it's just been like we had the danish for a while and then we sort of broke up with him broke up with them while they were occupied by Nazis mm-hmm. um, and just immediately hopped into the lap of, of the Americans and um, preemptively yeah. invaded I believe is the term <laughs> that the Americans use <laughs> exactly um, and yeah sort of been there in the cushy um, uh, bosom, bosom yeah. Of, of yeah and, and Iceland is interesting in that it's literally on like the um, the Atlantic 
uh, ridge. So mm. it's like half US and half Europe. Yeah. And it culturally a little bit too. Like it, there were more, we're not as like Nordic model as the Nordic countries. We have, yeah, more like neo American liberalism. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Free market capitalism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All that good stuff. But that, well, yeah, I mean, that was one of the things that I saw by looking into the like uh, post 44 history is that there isn't like, unlike the other Nordic countries, there isn't this social democrat hegemony like the 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 welfare state kind of arises eventually but it's not through the same means you're kind of governed historically by the conservative independence party for most of the history yes yeah, yeah. um so yeah which I, well i, w- I want to jump in quickly like what do you like what are you taught about the history of iceland as kids because i mean kieran mentioned this you know, Vikings and, and stolen. Uh, um, Celtic, That's what we're Celtic told. Women. They stole our I, women. I have to say, I found uh, some excellent race science from someone <laughs> who, Great. who said this is from, a, Let's get into this. from yeah. an Icelandic... Uh, we usually do this in hour two of the children's, <laughs> children's book that said... Um, oh, yeah, here we go. I'm not going to try to say the name, but uh, the, uh, it elaborated on this idea that their excellent stock, emphasizing oh, yes. that Icelanders possessed a Yikes. mixture of Celtic intelligence and the inner strength of Norwegians, which Yikes. gave birth to national culture, which is hardly similar to anything in history. <laughs> This stereotype of Celtic peoples back during like all of Ireland's history. Like, oh, they're so intelligent. Definitely not like crude drawing of an ape that gets labeled Paddy or something. Fuck. Well, Hitler was really into us. Yeah. Hitler was also really into the Irish. But that's only because we defeated the British. But mm. yeah. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd, so we're actually both historians. Um, oh, so. I, I'm tr- well. You you really hate this label. You really yeah. don't want yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the worst historians. I would say to graduate in Iceland. So. It'll fit right in this podcast. Don't <laughs> um, so I, I'm, it's hard for me to sort of distinguish what was what was I taught as a kid as opposed to just what what I know now. Yeah, as, oh, a, yeah. as children, it was very patriotic, and it was like we yeah. were brave Vikings who. I mean, uh, this was the know, '90s, so like. Yeah. I'm, we, we I'm hoping through. that they've changed some of this. Yeah, we uh, we uh, took on adventure and and went on our ships mm. uh, away from the tyranny of the Nor- uh, Norwegian king. And yeah, actually, like similar to the U.S., it's it has to do with yeah. land and taxation. Sure. Um, yeah, like the the settlers of Iceland were like they, they, libertarian. They, yeah, exactly. They were like, <laughs> fuck this, um, you know. Olaf, uh, Olaf Hárfagri. Yeah, the, uh, the, the hairy king the, uh, of Norway. The, who mm. didn't cut his beard uh, until he had, like, amassed all of Norwegian land or something. And, I and yeah. Uh, sure, Movember, you yeah. know. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, that's sort of the origin story that we hear. And then that, yeah, they, like, went up uh, by the Isles and, like, stopped over in, like, Orkney and, like, t- yeah. took a bunch of slaves. And that's sort of our DNA cocktail there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we did learn this. Yeah, and then the independence fight that is presented as very heroic and and not just kind of like a thing that ha- was happening all around Europe at that time of nation states forming. And sure, yeah, you like, yeah. yeah, you the independence of Iceland does coincide with like I don't know, uh, uh, um, October Revolution in Russia, German Revolution, Ireland becoming independent. Like it's it. There was minor strikes in Norway and stuff like yeah. like the whole continent was just popping off. So yeah. yeah, well, it's like a broad anti-colonial movement, a global movement. Yeah, in World War One. So 
the kings got their asses handed to them <laughs> by <you know. laughs> the Danish crown was like anticipating this sort of they were um, a consumer of food, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, ad- what is called the educated tyrant. What, what is it called? Enlightened. Something ah, like uh, yeah, <laughs> enlightened. Oh, uh, what um, is it? What's the philosopher what? king? No, philosopher king. Sure. <laughs> what's the uh, uh, what's the one the um, Americans say? There's never been like a benevolent dictatorship. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, enlightenment was also happening, and, and so and for this reason, there's a lot of like because Iceland has old culture, like all the sagas and stuff. That was sure. In specifically in Iceland for kings of Norway and Sweden and Denmark, so there's like there's a respect there mm. the Danish crown had for. Iceland's history, not so much the current situation in, in like 1900, but they were like, well, I guess you're like, yeah. I guess you are, you know, you have something there. The king was a little upset, right? Didn't we write like a letter like, well, I understand why you're going independent. I'm kind of I'm annoyed sad. that, you know, Hitler is here in my house right now and you do this to me. And, but like, <laughs> still, <laughs> it's kind of mean, right? but. Such a decision, but, uh, you know, could have come at yeah. <laughs> texting <laughs> essentially walking through the beach of life and the Danish king looks back and in my hardest moments Iceland you weren't with me and I was like yeah. that's right fuckers <laughs> there was yeah. a, two sets of f- footprints one of them running away from the beach <laughs> <laughs> and that was us what uh, yeah. fair it's very um, yeah like it, like in actuality the independence was sort of just given to us mm. um mm because I think probably like the, the Danish crown was like we don't want to have an uprising we'd rather just like give you some little governing power and like keep you in the fold yeah situation I, where does the independence party play in that like is that I mean because it's in the name and yeah, it seems like they, they don't like they can't you know stay claim to you know having made that happen or anything like that but then they were mm-hmm. the biggest party for I don't know yeah. not, not for so my understanding is the forever. independence party actually arises almost in tandem a little bit later because this is also in the time that like mechanized trawling was happening with fisheries and stuff and then iceland discovers actually a source of revenue for them because i can understand like a danish crown being like yeah fuck this island they're not making me any money and then like suddenly we have better boats yeah 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 Yeah, and and we we get all this money from the Marshall Plan as well, like right yeah. after the war. So, Actually, like, Iceland has just benefited mostly. Like, the reason that Iceland is a first world country is basically because wars. Like, every single war that's happened, like, Spanish <laughs> Civil War, we were like selling salted cod, and everyone's like, oh, the Blessed War. You know, yeah. We love the mm. Spanish Civil War. <laughs> Who were you selling cod to? <laughs> Which side? <laughs> like those, all Spanish people look the same to me, says some Icelandic fishermen. And then, yeah, the Marshall Grant was like, I think... Um, yeah. uh, we got the most of any country. It was like, we were completely per unaffected capita. per capita. Yeah. Sure. Completely unaffected by the <laughs> World War II, uh, mostly, you know. But, uh, and, but <laughs> yeah, fuck, hang on. But then, <laughs> but then they're like, oh, yeah, here, uh, take more money per person than any other country from this thing. Yeah, I mean, oh, sorry, and, that's just yeah. the perfect example <laughs> of like just on the bare face of it or what the Marshall Plan actually was. It's like, yeah. it's there to rebuild Europe. Here you go, Iceland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes more sense if you consider it's to create like the new just American-led global capitalism. Yeah, Iceland had a very strategic position in the North up, Atlantic. Yeah. With, uh, I mean, I think when the Marshall Plan was happening, like the full course of like globalization, like Americanization having really 
that started more in the 70s to 80s, I think, at least in Iceland, because there was a lot of pushback there. Sure. Yeah. American culture. But the base was there. Yeah, there was uh, the American base, yeah. The Marshall Plan was just like, we're paying you to keep this base here because yeah. Yeah. we're going into the for Cold War and it's... Like, and then uh, for the reason Rob mentioned why he's been to Iceland is just yeah. the delay point. Very convenient. <laughs> but yes, speaking of the racial stuff, uh, oh. we I think yes. I yes. think I think Iceland was the only country where the American military agreed not to send black soldiers. Oh, because it was specifically they, it was uncovered decades later that the authorities had been like, uh, you know, it's hard enough with your white soldiers intermingling with our women. And, oh. and then, like, but you know, during the war, there was a whole thing that was simply titled "the situation." Yeah, it was called the situation. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh no, the situation the, oh. here. Our women keep fucking soldiers. <laughs> Isn't there like a whole generation of orphans and or like fatherless kids or something? Yeah, well, Hermansson. Yeah, yeah, that was the. I wasn't going to Son try of a, a, a military man. <laughs> right, right, right. Hermansson is also also a name, but it also means soldier. So right. Yeah. So there was like, yeah, and, and Iceland has always, like, we, we sent away Jewish refugees in World War II. We have always had, like, a very staunch immigration policy, like, yeah. you know. Mm. Uh, so well. Yeah, pretty, yes. pr maybe one of the worst ones in, in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Danish are catching up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they are, they are making a run for it. Got the book from that, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Rob has always wanted to do the, like, uh, like Super League table or the, the oh, Super yeah. A table of which country in Europe is the most racist. Um, there's a yeah. lot of contenders. I mean, I think we're a strong contender, honestly. Ooh. Yeah, because uh, our, our Belgian race Congo. Is certainly uh, highest, well, yes. highest in your weight class. Good point. Our, uh, highest in the weight class. <laughs> our racism doesn't come from to the forefront because of our immigration policy, we, which, which has you know kept it from ever like. It's sure. very easy when you live in a homogenous country to be like, I'm not racist, and then like yeah. you know it slowly starts to change and then. Well, yeah. you can see all the racism kind of bubble up to the it's surface. The, it's yeah. the whole like, oh, I, I mean, would totally fight like, if I was being robbed. Icelanders are like <laughs> racist against Poles. We're like truly yeah. dislike. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, ready yeah. to be racist against anyone. Oh, yeah. the British were into that as well. Lithuanians. <laughs> yeah, well. even. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of this kind of stuff. Excellent. So well, also with the, um, the base, because the military base kept, mm. you know, kept basically the uh, little uh, municipalities next to it alive with work. Yeah. So uh, in uh, around... You know, the turn of the century, uh, uh, the Americans have bigger, f a bigger focus with their military. You know, l you know the forever wars. You know, really yeah, ramping yeah. up. Yeah, like Russia wasn't so important anymore, so they yeah. were like trying to like back out slowly. Yeah. So from they're Iceland. like, uh, we might move the base away. And and David Otson, who we'll probably get to, the yes, the prime minister at the time, will. is like, you know, strikes a deal. Like actually, like you know, we'll support. You know, we'll sign on to the coalition of the willing. But you gotta remember that we did that. You know, mm. and then like a couple years later, they're like, oh, actually, we're we're taking the base anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now, crazily, they're back. Yeah, well, not with a Wild. full base, but like there's always <laughs> regular NATO operations, like yeah. Northern Viking uh, airstrike plan or whatever. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah. We named it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? I'm so flattered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is. Um, I think that leads nicely into uh, a, a precursor, or like uh, what I've had described to me in the articles I read is like the first stage of like Icelandic capitalism, which. Um, this article, I, this is maybe something I, I want to explore a little bit. This article called The Octopus, uh, which I was like, I can't find anything written about this 
in Icelandic. Go to Google Translate. What is octopus in Icelandic? Throw that back into Google. Get a lovely video of Minus uh, performing <laughs> on Christmas Eve on national television and like wrecking a, a, what I have to assume is the national broadcaster's like <laughs> soundstage. Uh, uh, Minus, a good hardcore Icelandic band that I forgot about until that moment. Um, but yeah, so the octopus is is the uh, uh, um, supposed fourteen families of Iceland that. Um, very early on captured industry um, in that long stretch of like beginning of independence towards uh, um, the end of the allied occupation in 1944 to like capturing important industries like import, transport, banking, insurance, fishing, uh, and even to your point, um, supplying the NATO bases or the NATO base was also like apparently an industry enough to sustain a, an oligarchic family. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I, I'm wondering what you could tell me about the 14 families, if this is like... How much <laughs> is yeah, I don't know how like uh, precise that is. I think the, the octopus analogy was like uh, this one like TV special that, that, that kind of put that out there. But it was mm. essentially saying that there were like a certain number of kind of... Uh, oligarchs or whatever that owned like much of Icelandic business and industry and all that. Mm. Uh, we uh, in the 80s they they start uh, handing fishing quotas to specific families and by owning fishing quotas you could also um, uh, get collateral like you could use them to get loans because mm. you know they were like any other uh, it's an asset uh, it's an yeah. asset yeah so uh, the people who got handed the fishing quotas become very rich in the 80s as well so that's like the the biggest boom of the what ended up becoming the bankers and the 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 people who like uh, made the country collapse in 2008 famously <laughs> and then and then uh, you know there's always these new bubbles of like uh, you know new businesses and and it's always kind of surrounding like the same names yeah. you see the same names Sa- popping, same, popping same up. clusters of names yeah. so like a, a lot of these families have last names which is not super common in iceland and there's actually a law against taking up a last name yeah so you, you can't pick any name you want you you have to get your name ratified by uh, a committee yeah <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> um, and so also uh, um with this for anyone who doesn't know is listening there's the, the the patrilineal naming system which is you take the first name of your dad and then put son or dottier at the end yeah to, yeah to make your name and that i'm assuming that also means that like women don't take their husband's names no yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Because the name then just stays. Uh, yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. Because I, I have this article here that like I I found that kind of named some of these names. Uh, uh, the Thor's family. Yeah. The yeah. Ben family. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Laufus. Laufus. And then sometimes yeah, uh, some of them are like um, place names. Yeah. So like Inke is an island. Um, uh, yeah, the the Ban family, which is called the Enke family of of the island outside of uh, Reykjavik, but uh, Tor family is it goes back to like fishing. They made their money in in in, in big fishing, and mm. and then you know banks, and now pharmaceuticals. <laughs> <laughs> you Ooh. know, they like the the newest guy there. He he would buy up like a newspaper just to like change the. He would buy a newspaper, and all of a sudden there would be these stories. 
uh, in the paper like he we would know that he owned the mm-hmm. newspaper because he bought it through like a shell company or whatever mm-hmm. had some guy fronted and all of a sudden there were these stories about like uh, Björk Lutor is best friends with David Beckham see the pictures <laughs> <laughs> they are both shirtless on the beach uh-huh. <laughs> how ripped they are and you're like yeah. after it came out that he owned the you're just like really this was the first thing that you put in there just like a picture of you being ripped wait, on like the beach wait like a couple of weeks yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait one new cycle um yeah that's the but okay i I actually want to i want to correct you a little bit here because i i've read some stuff in icelandic that actually all of that is a lie oh Um, yeah yeah yeah, is it possible that you read this in (laughs) morkumblad is it possible that i read this in mlp.is yes possibly (laughs) Uh, 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 because there is it literally 14 families this little rhetorical device seems to be used quite a bit by this newspaper to say the whole thing is uh, is not true mm. uh, i then googled that newspaper and found out that one of the editors is david Otson. yeah yep so yeah so it's da- the editor-in-chief david Otson, the uh, yeah. i think we have to introduce right him now, now. Yeah, yeah we gotta talk three times you summon him, you summon him. Like the, i mean like the, the, his name the, three the, times in a the ed sheeran cameo in game of thrones of icelandic politics is <laughs> like very obvious there's like sticking out like a sore thumb just, in every little corner. So he's he's the mayor of Reykjavik in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he uh, runs for parliament uh, and is elected in ninety one. Immediately becomes prime minister. He's with the Independence Party. Yeah, yeah he's prime minister until the early two thousands. Uh, Fourteen years. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. maybe the longest. Yeah, May, uh, I'm not yeah. quite sure though. But uh, um, uh, then is foreign minister for like a hot second before he decides to uh, quit and anoint himself the central bank governor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Despite not being an economist or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, and he, he does that until the financial collapse where he is somewhat blamed for it. Mm. Uh, and no. the, the incoming leftist government uh, or center left government kind mm. of... Uh, uh, changes the law in order to be able to fire him, which was not allowed. Uh, so, so he's out of a job. Immediately becomes the editor of the biggest, uh, most known newspaper, and yeah. remains there. To which this is day. which is also mm. like the, um, the it's the newspaper of the Independence Party. Yeah, yeah. and and, uh, uh, and all the the fishing industry and the, yeah. the business well, interests. The the the, the sh- quick shorthand of understanding the Independence Party that I have written down in my history is uh, brackets rich fishermen close brackets. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to the Progressive Party, which I've written in brackets, rich farmers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. So but this is this is very like Ireland. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. impression of Odson is that he was so like student in the seventies, kind of like outsider or trying to like mm. take over or climb the ranks, yeah. and then you know he's a ascends big, to the to the highest level. Big fan of the Chicago School. Yes. And yeah. Sort of like, but he's also he has like. He has this. He brings this like new idea of neoliberalism into the Independence Party, or like his crew does. Yeah. Uh, but he also has this sort of like Boris Johnson esque quality to him that he has like crazy hair and is like <laughs> he like did comedy when he was younger. And yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> he's also like Let, yeah, a little like, that is the trajectory for comedians, <laughs> isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. He always thought he was always like people kept saying he was funny though. <laughs> he's so funny and witty, yeah. and then everything you read that he said is like. This, this is nothing. This is really nothing <laughs> that he was saying. Truly there. isn't. He was just had crazy hair and was like a little drunk sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I love how this is just like surprising to anyone who doesn't like tip their toe into the comedy scene of any country for five seconds. Like, yeah. no, they're all monsters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I say this is like someone who hasn't done. Well, I haven't done comedy in two years, but still, like, 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, don't uh, trust anything we're saying, right? God, yeah, no, we're no. comedians, <laughs> yeah. so we shouldn't. Well, I mean, to be fair, like we don't, we we don't really fuck with stand up that much. Yeah, which is yeah. where the improv the worst comedy, of them go. improv comedy. They, those people are all, you know, gems and. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no bad ex there. <laughs> yeah, nobody was touching other people too much or. Wasn't that the guy who came up with the like, let's wear our underwear in public? <laughs> oh, never mind. CCB. Oh, it's gone now, I guess. Uh, um, oh, yeah, the UCB. No, CCB's around, yes, <laughs> yes. yes, of course. Uh, um, the Berlin one. Yes, yeah. uh, but the, so as mayor, he was the, um, the yeah, because we mentioned the McDonald's, that was your one impression of, uh, <laughs> of Iceland was that uh, we don't have one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but it opened in '94, and like the like that was like the the high watermark of the sort of um, yeah. the n- like neoliberal sort yeah. of yeah. We, Americanization. We kind of, sec- we kind of second tier joined the European Union through the European Economic Area with mm. Norway and Liechtenstein. Mm. Uh, so we in had 94. all the kind of free market and the free movement of labor aspects, but none of the political stuff we didn't don't have any yes members of european parliament or we could kind of say stop at some point regarding like social policy and yeah all, all the kind of all of stuff. these decisions that have been made in history are reversible nato <laughs> you can get out anytime france did it once don't look at don't look at what happened after um yeah, so he opens the first mcdonald's in 94 takes the first bite of the first big mac <laughs> Well, you opened it. You got to <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and it was closed. Like, yeah, I think 2009 or, or uh, because all because I think McDonald's, you have to buy uh, certain uh, stuff from certain suppliers. Or like something. for it to yeah. be a proper franchise, yeah. you have to import and stuff. Because the and Corona it's... fell by like over 50% against the dollar and the euro mm. in 2008, then it became too expensive. To, so they changed the name to Matro and it's basically Metro. the same thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. It is somehow worse <laughs> yeah. though. But I actually, I actually, for, in just like a crazy coincidence, went there on the last day that it was open mm. and I was just super hungover and I had this plan with my friend. That's we what had, McDonald's is for. Yeah, we like. were, we had uh, drunkenly the night before uh, come up with this idea of creating a sandwich where the, instead of bread, you have two burgers. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> didn't KFC do this a few years later? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I the guess double down. <laughs> the double down. <laughs> yeah. So so we went in there um, to buy two burgers, and then we were gonna take them home and like do like like ham and cheese and lettuce and everything and put between the two burgers and eat it. Yeah. Um, and we got there, and there was like a line around the house, and we were like, "Wow, everyone else is also." <laughs> <laughs> thinking the same thing as us like what's happening last chance we gotta get our last Big Mac yeah so that was I mean and then we ended up doing it and it was um, very uh, hard to swallow mm. and <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but that was like the last McDonald's yeah the last burger sold is still on, is still on display somewhere in a glass cage <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, they put it in like a hotel lobby or something in a glass cage, and there's yeah. I think there's like a um, about ten years it looked pretty decent. Yeah, I think there's a webcam stream <laughs> just showing it constantly. Ooh, yeah. interesting. It's starting to look pretty, pretty. Yeah. Can, well, it should have looked a lot grosser <laughs> a lot sooner. I feel like. Um, okay, so yeah, I guess this leads uh, um, to what we've already kind of talked about, but this like second era of Icelandic capitalism, almost the the. Um, because you mentioned David Hudson coming up as this like person who takes over, he kind of like gives positions to people who also think like him, neoliberal school, oh, which yeah. I've I've heard referred to as the locomotive group. Yeah, yeah. 
um, named for a magazine in the University of Iceland they they took control of while they were students. And yeah, yeah. And it was the, all kind of this kind of uh, libertarian or neoliberal, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, um, ideas, yes. So yeah, this they is, would bring like Milton Friedman to Iceland and have him do a lecture. Oh, and, good. Oh, great. <laughs> Just wonderful. Um, Searching those lectures for cryptic hot dog references. <laughs> <laughs> Command F. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, but yeah. Also, largely, it was a, it was a strategy of like asserting themselves as like the new ruling class of uh, of Iceland, to as opposed to what kind of seems like a, a, a stodgier and more nepotistic system beforehand. Like, if you this would seem like the only way Odson could get in because is he from a bigger family or is no, he... no? He was kind of an outsider, really. Yeah. yeah. So that seems like the strategy to yeah. do that, yeah. At the time that he came in with these these ideas, like the the Independence Party was like very just like conservative, conservative and like um, yeah. They're, they're all, yeah, their old uh, slogan used to be class with class, like you know every, every class together, kind of all right. moving forward. So like a, a what like a German Volkspartei or whatever that mm. like wonky German concept of like this yeah. is a party for everyone kind of thing, yeah. Um, interesting okay so the 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 thing that i just want to make sure that i haven't got anything um oh yeah so like this kind of leads to a precursor of what we're going to talk about next but like in 1998 he starts a bunch of uh privatization of yeah. icelandic banks in particular uh landsbanki the the I'm, I'm pronouncing that wrong i'm sure no it's very good oh okay cool <laughs> uh it doesn't have one of the th sounds in it um it's handed over to like uh people in the independence party uh Kauting, yeah. uh, uh similarly given to progressive party uh, uh people who's we haven't mentioned yes. too much but they're playing second fiddle to the independence party for the entirety of iceland basically um and then like a new bank is formed, uh, Glitnir. Yeah. Yeah. And that's given to a family called Askir. As oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's more like, I think, I think they're more like the kind of new businessmen. Hmm. Uh, it was, it was called Islandsbanki and it was privatized. I think the first one to be privatized. But, but Landsbanki, yeah, that goes to the Tor family, basically, right. uh, who we mentioned. And uh, I mean, it's more complicated than that, but they run it. Mm. So they're like a father and son team. They made a lot of their money in Russia selling uh, soft drinks, I think. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and I was in the University of Iceland in 2007, like a year before the collapse. And I was uh, studying history, but I was doing Russian as like the Russian language as like a I'm minor. And uh, because he paid for it to happen at the university, there was no Russian language studies, and uh. he paid for it completely. So in the first class, there was like ten of us, like <laughs> nerds, <laughs> sitting there, <laughs> and he comes in like with a uh, photographer yeah. wearing his suit, Björkolver the older, uh, the older tour guy, mm. and he's like, "Hey kids, yeah, 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 you know, I gotta go soon. Time is money. Time is money." <laughs> Classic <laughs> Icelandic yeah. accent. Yeah. <laughs> he, do, he, do, he does say time is. He did say time and money. Fuck. Time is money in English. Oh. Like, oh. Kind of just leaned on a table, took a Sucks photo. So hard. Time is money. <laughs> English left. is also money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also Russian. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. wonder if I, I'm, I'm guessing he's still not. He's not paying for it now. But, mm. you know, he was supposed to support this. Like yeah. Oh, like most aspects of Icelandic society after that became like 
supported financially by these banks or these big yes. groups. So like you'd go to any kind of like little festival in the countryside and it would just be bank logos. Like everything is much more fancier than yeah. it used to be. Like everyone mm. loved the banks. Yeah. So what was it? Yeah. So we have, we have, you know, Big Macs. We have neoliberal <laughs> capitalism. Yeah. And like the Russian 90s, I've heard described as like this like boom time or like what was it like kind of to... I mean, I don't know. I've heard different descriptions. Like, a ra- just here's a little context that shocked me. Um, um, this uh, New Life Review article referenced the specifically '94 to 2007 as like a complete change, like for sure in yeah. uh, in Iceland. And I actually found the numbers from their report. These are just the Gini coefficients. In 1994, Iceland had a Gini coefficient that's the for those who don't know the measure of inequality in a country of 0.26 about the same as Scandinavian countries. And in 2007, it had 0.44, which is just above the US. Yeah. In 13 years. <laughs> it was rough, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's more like this around the turn of the century rather than like, I don't So I mean, I'm, we grew up in the, in the 90s and yeah. Um, yeah, sort of like got a little bit of a taste of the old yeah. society. Because it used to be like, you know, the banks were state-owned, and but they were like corrupt. So you couldn't get like a housing loan, a mortgage or anything unless you kind of could smooth talk the like manager of the bank. Mm. So like, you know, you, you, you could, if like my family or like actors and artists and, and they would get mortgages just because, oh, it's nice to, you know, be the nice guy who gives the mortgage to these people. And at the same t- time, uh, inflation was so rampant mm. that these mortgages would just disappear basically in like a fire of inflation. So like a, 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 a generation of like well-to-do people got their housing for almost free <laughs> during this period of time. There was also one year that was taxless. Yeah, there was a taxless year, yeah. Because taxes were paid before and this was what, 19... Yeah, they changed it to, to like, you know, uh, ongoing, like, what, what do you call it, like, pay-as-you-go well, kind yeah. of system. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, there was this one year that nobody paid taxes and, um, yeah, that's the when my parents bought their apartment. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. This is just Ireland. <laughs> I cannot, like... The amount of people in Ireland who uh, um, bought houses when the Irish pound was no longer uh, um, pegged to the British pound and yeah. then became a free-floating currency, and then like it collapsed, and then houses <laughs> are worth nothing, or like fuck, it would buy a house. Uh, oh God, like I, you hear all this stuff summarized in like we've been recording for forty minutes, and you're just like, how did no one see anything coming? <laughs> like, I mean, this I've, doesn't seem in any way sustainable. <laughs> Everyone did. I mean, a lot of people did. Just yeah. nobody wants to be a spoil sport when everyone's getting free money from the bank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hey, this might be a bad idea, maybe. <laughs> and then, yeah. And, uh, yeah. People just like carrying their like widescreen TVs and like yeah. fucking deer like, like, me? Yeah. When all the bank. <laughs> 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 it's a Black Friday. There's every a day. wider system we're all a part of. <laughs> no. Yeah. When all the banks collapsed in 2008, like they would blame the public well you all went out and bought flat screen tvs for like you know your loans well that that is what happened though yeah Yeah. yeah. but before we get to the crash so Mm. like just this like tons of billionaires who like appear in the 90s and 2000s i've heard described uh i was about to say they're described as but i believe they're self-styled business vikings yeah they did like (laughs) 
<laughs> Cringe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the president at the time. I was at the famous lecture that he gave at the university, where where he Ooh. called them the the Vikings that would go outside and and seek new adventure and land by investing in like scamming yeah. Dutch people out of their like. Money. I was. I, I was. I was. Uh, I was looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. what Vikings did. And like, like the room was full of like professors of history, and then the lecture ended, and it was like mild applause, and then like just a bunch of hands going up. Like, <laughs> so when you said that they were like special and like kind of Superman and like but, Vikings, what did you mean by this? So I, it's really <laughs> interesting because I went, uh, uh, I went into the archives because I wanted to see what like the news in before we get to, not to go, jump too much ahead, but like of the crash of Iceland was like being reported on in like american and australian media like pretty much the only time these like abc news both of them are going to ever like talk about iceland basically and it that they had just adopted that story they literally called yeah. them the business vikings yeah. they had a little cartoon showing them yeah. like <laughs> literally they just showed like bank guys wearing the like helmets that no viking actually yeah. warned because yeah. why would you the press just loves loves running a story on how iceland is somehow the small unique like sort of like testing station for things uh. like because we're so small we yeah. can like try out new shit like a referendum on a new fucking um, constitution constitution yeah. and, yeah. and like you know feminism and like what yeah. like it's just like they just like without reading the article they just press send yeah it's, um, it's uh, the oecd's uh, yeah. uh beta version the the, the early <laughs> alpha release yeah yeah um there's something that kind of came up through some of the things that rob was sending me that he found and also just from me remembering stuff but in this period in the uk there was this thing called cool britannia <laughs> uh, which, well, like, sure, like, it's a dumb name in retrospect, but it was this period of like Britain actually had some sort of cultural soft power with like Oasis, Spice Girls, yeah. uh, Pierce Brosnan Bond movies had like after a huge break of like no Bond movies. Okay. Uh, um, Blur and Damon Albarn, who's now an Icelandic citizen. Ex- oh wow! <laughs> Excellent. Um, but so that that's one I want to ask is was there a similar thing happening in Iceland? Because there also seems to be like a kind of cultural thing going on. This is also around the time Björk Birk yeah. becomes a thing. <laughs> just say Björk. I'm just, I'm just doing it. We have to say it both ways for the for the listeners. For the listeners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. um, How are you saying? I'll say it. <laughs> Björk. Björk. Yeah. Uh, um, she does drop the omelet internationally, though. Like, I, 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 when, does she? No, 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 she keeps it. I oh, I've, cool. I feel like I've seen it a million times at the Omelette, but okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing the media like, yeah. doesn't bother with it. Like, where is this on a keyboard? Oh, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm the, the other thing that I remembered vaguely is, like, in around this time pre-crash, we also have, speaking of Pierce Brosnan Bond films, a role for Iceland in Die Another Day. Yes. The, um, it's the, actually quite perfect because it was the most like branded Bond movie of all mm. time. There were so many sponsorships at the same time as Iceland was like going nuts with the same thing, essentially. Yeah. And then it's shot in Iceland with this like ice castle or yes, whatever. That over had. a diamond mine, yeah. an industry that Iceland is famous for. <laughs> <laughs> Icelandic conflict diamonds. Yeah, um, yeah and yeah. also I... I 
I don't think they ever say it, but I think one of the villains is coded as Icelandic, like or like mm. Icelandic who got yeah. like educated in the UK because his name's Gustav Graves. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, interesting. And he's the one who owns the Ice Palace yeah. and stuff like that. And it's it's just I'm just kind of trying to remember was this like Icelandic cultural moment happened yeah. at this time as yeah, well? Yeah, I mean there were all these uh, bands, uh, Seiros, of course, and Moom, and of course, and that's the other one. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, you know Iceland has a long history of. Uh, inexpensive or, or free uh, at times uh, music education which I think leads yeah. to this you know? yeah and yeah. then you know some cultural other cultural exports and now we are we have uh, a lot of uh, Hollywood studios shooting movies in Iceland and mm. a program specifically to refund them for whatever tax they so so I guess that's coming up as this at the same time that like in the late 90s sort of like the um, like the the Americanization or like globalization of Icelandic culture is because there was always pushback before mm, yeah. the early 90s. Um, people like they didn't want um, American films to be shown or like there was, there's a really, really like hard pushback against uh, these sort of cultural uh, products that were being brought in. Yeah, hip hop. Yeah, exactly. I wonder why. <laughs> we asked the Americans no hip hop on the NATO base. <laughs> and then all changed in the 90s. And so at the same time, is that Icelanders sort of like start looking abroad and like imagining a bigger world. Also, like Icelandic society drastically changes from being very like um, old school to, mm. to sort of like being able to see the world and opportunity and sort of. Um, yeah, and then cheap air travel happens as well, like yeah. in the early two thousands. Sure, yeah, a lot more, you know, a lot more trips abroad. I, I mean, I have this theory that like the Icelandic krona, which is one of the smallest currencies in the world, hmm. inde independent that is, like free floating, uh, is that it's kept uh, higher than it should be uh, because it allows uh, it's it's bad for exports. But it, it allows uh, every Icelander uh, who makes enough money to go abroad for a week or two and live like a king and mm. feel like a superhero for a mm. little bit. That's like a social pressure yeah. valve. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I've heard it described with, um, I don't know, like like a rise, I don't know if, if, if you two agree, like a rise of like tabloid culture in the 90s and 2000s, like what are these oh, yeah. businessmen doing? But also like yeah, internationally famous musicians or authors or something mm, like yeah you can be proud of you know well, there's, sure. there's someone on the world stage yeah i mean there's a little bit of like what happened in like what you're describing with musicians and stuff in iceland um and why that doesn't really happen in ireland although 90s boom times we also have like the cores and enya and stuff like that like coming from ireland but the the thing that also happens is that there's a, a a protectionist cottage industry of culture if i'm not mistaken kind of why like every second famous american musician is actually canadian because oh, yeah. they have the rule to like actually prop up canadian musicians they capture canadian market and then they export that kind of seems like what can happen in iceland of like we have an icelandic musician we're giving them radio time we give them assistance to have studio space and recording and then oh look now they're famous and that's mm. great or whatever but it's like, definitely a, a big export or like sure. and also a marketing thing because like i mean honestly just just Björk alone like yeah. you know <laughs> has brought so much money into iceland it's like unbelievable like she like i'd be happy if she didn't pay taxes for the rest of her life <laughs> <laughs> we'd still make the money back yeah. Uh, um yeah because like uh, i've hinted to it on twitter but i have been watching just the like video of her assaulting the tabloid journalist in, in Bangkok and I'm just like <laughs> I have no 
nothing but respect for that. <laughs> this yeah. is the same time she was in. Uh, she uh, was the lead in uh, Lars von Trier's Dancer in the Dark movie, <laughs> uh, yeah. where he like treated her like shit and like lied to everyone that he she had been so crazy that she tried to eat a shirt. Yeah. or something and and then like decades later she's like you know how do you even eat a shirt what is this room <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah where he's like abusing her and he does all his uh, female leads yeah I was yeah. gonna say yeah. uh, um, famous gaslighter this is this <laughs> is a um, I think this is a good the days for you. <laughs> this is a good chance to uh, um, promote the, the live stream every Wednesday, <laughs> every Wednesday at 9pm we do watch a big playlist of videos that we have just dubbed Euro vibes and <laughs> Rob put one in there that shot that like made the entire stream speechless of the like Lars von Trier talking about how he's like a Nazi or yeah, he sympathizes yeah. with Hitler. <laughs> not a great man. Have you not seen this video? I've All right, let's. Yeah, I think it was that can. It was that can because yeah. he just—it's ten minutes long and he keeps going. He's in, he's in Vichy, France, and he says this. Yeah. <laughs> <It's crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> you literally see what's her name? Uh, um, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst, yeah. like whisper in his ear, like and you can—you know she's saying stop, yeah. <laughs> stop, yeah. stop talking about how you sympathize with Hitler. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm surprised that a Danish person is a Hitler sympathizer because they were obviously—they were occupied. Um, would be more. I would not be shocked if it if it was a Swedish person. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me hating on Swedes. There's a very yeah. um, complicated system of like in like Nordic country mm. cross hate. Oh yeah, and, and, you know, orders. and yeah, you can also like on an ideological level, you know, it. They're like these are countries that make their money from colonialism and mm. like weapons exports and, yeah. and <laughs> oil and all this garbage. So, so. Uh, owning Berlin uh, apartments. Oh yes, <laughs> and, and cheap clothes and stealing artists' music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you spell it all out like that, really, yeah. it's, it's it is pretty, pretty bad. Rough. Oh god, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. But like, but you know, the but. You, system. Oh my god. Oh, but yes. hang on, I think we all forget that Sweden did have a female prime minister <laughs> for, for seven for five hours. hours. <laughs> seven hours. <laughs> Like, yeah, the Nordics are just like the epitome of uh, like girl, girl bosses. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think four out of like almost all of them have a female PM or a, a president at this, like right now. I think. Yeah. And Sweden kind of doesn't, but yeah. 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 Kind of doesn't, but, like, but Finland and, and um, yeah, they have like a, a, like a racist, uh, wonderful. <laughs> what's her name? The Danish one? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, forget. I the Social Democrats, the racist Social Democrats. I can name other yeah. terrifying yeah. policies. But guess what? We're yeah. We have a twist. Yeah. <laughs> In ghettos, the, the crimes apply twice. Um, that was one of my favorite yeah. policies of theirs. Um, that, I mean, that's also a common theme in Iceland is to just like hide bet- behind female hide leaders. behind women. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean that that will get us to uh, to current day. Uh, yeah, but we are, so are we going to just over the crash? No. no, no. <laughs> how yeah, much, how much more crash stuff do you have? Because well, you have some post crash stuff. I mean, I don't know. Do you have any any stories to share? Any well, anything? Obviously, the one thing that we get here all the time is like, oh, but Iceland did it right. They like bailed out the people and jailed the bankers, and it's just like and wrote a new constitution and yeah, everything. Exactly. Mm. I guess yes, some of this is true, but it's really not. Yeah. Like, yes, we did jail some bankers, not enough, and also, but 
Icelandic prisons are hotels. Like, <laughs> you can walk out of them. One of the bankers that was actually yeah, serving this is so time, good. <laughs> he got, like, while he was serving time, he got in a helicopter crash. <laughs> I can't fault that because I do have to respect the uh, industry of, or the, the, the cultural tradition of rich guys insisting they get in the most dangerous form of transportation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we should not try to stop any of that. No, no. <laughs> no. the the richest guy in the Czech Republic died recently because of a helicopter crash um, I mean, he didn't die just yeah yeah it was okay <laughs> no it was a crazy time for sure yeah. uh, when uh, because the news kept kind of like slowly trickling out like sure. like what is happening with the banks now and then one Monday morning uh, the there was just like you know everyone was freaking out i went to the bar to like just watch the prime minister gate horte part of the locomotive group yes uh, address a bit the of a nation. disciple right of uh he was yeah. economic minister under odson or something yeah finance yeah finance minister yeah or yeah foreign minister i forget but he was prime minister at the time and uh uh he ended his address he well he said like we are shutting down the banks we are uh uh you know we are just uh we put in this emergency law essentially which eventually led them to being split into um uh, domestic and foreign operations you know? okay so you could uh, uh to protect like the icelandic um sort of yeah and then the like for, the economy f- the mm. foreign operations would be like slowly kind of uh, they would ma- be made whole over like a period of 10 years mm. and a lot of investors got locked into Iceland with their Krona investments and it was like all a mess like w- which is why they called in the IMF to kind of be like hey uh, you mm. gotta make you gotta you know give them these investors their money back <laughs> second uh, uh, um, second IMF bill had to happen to a developed country uh, yeah. ever since the UK in 1976 that was the speech where he ended it with yeah. this God bless Iceland yeah. Yeah. so you watched it live yeah I, 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 it was in a bar right outside the Landsbanki headquarters and I was looking as the bankers and the staff just poured out of the bank and into the same bar just ordering just shots yeah. and, yeah. and being like you know, it was a little bit like apocalyptic yeah it was crazy. T- yeah my parents I think they were in Boston at the time and they just like were fucked like like they didn't have any currency yeah. or anything. They're just right. like stuck there. Yeah, if you were a, like if you were a student abroad, uh, like uh, I had some friends who were studying abroad, and all of a sudden their like entire budget for studying one year abroad had like doubled essentially. Mm. So they, you know, they got their uh, you know uh, student loans or whatever, and uh, had planned to spend this much money, but it was all in Icelandic krona, and it was worth how what it was. Mm. Yeah, before the, the, the I have the numbers here. Went from seventy. Krona to a euro to one ninety krona to a euro. Yeah, mm. that's the yeah, that's the biggest dip at least. It did yeah. you know oh, somewhat yeah. stabilize, but yeah. but yeah, it was it was a fucked up time, and then 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 sort of the the uh, pots and pan revolution, as it was dubbed, uh, yeah. started amassing. Yeah, um, and yeah, the government was ousted, uh, and uh, you know they were lighting fires, uh, lighting a Christmas tree on fire outside yeah. the parliament. <laughs> And uh, yeah, they kicked out the Davidson as the central bank governor. Uh, new election, and in that election, there was first ever majority of the Social Democrats and the Left Greens. Okay, yeah. which was like a new party that kind of came out of the 
um, essentially what not quite communist, but you know, kind of favor favorable to. The, my understanding is the left greens came from a, s a combination of left wing parties, smaller left wing parties, and yeah. like a split from the Social Democrats after they went into coalition earlier or something with independence, something like that. Um, yeah, I'm sure somebody, uh, some people left at that point because the Social Democrats went into this grand coalition with the Independence Party in 2007, and then a year mm. later <laughs> they were yeah, out and so they everything really else collapsed. Yeah, they didn't really have any uh, like there, goodwill. There was like one uh, a politician from, uh, a, a female politician, I've forgotten her name, from the Social Democrats who was also kind of blamed for the crash as well, obviously yeah, yeah. from her. The part in that coalition, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. And then she got cancer. A lot of Icelandic yeah, they, uh, politicians, yeah. they like they get cancer and like just cool off. <laughs> like so like they, they get in a hot mess and then all of a sudden they have cancer and they're like, I'm stepping away from the political stage mm. to deal with my cancer. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they yes. just mm. peter out. Yeah. Sort of. Sounds the like a conspiracy when you phrase it like <laughs> No, it's just yeah. weird how I, many I of them have had this exact trajectory. I'm not saying the, anything. The Independence <laughs> Party has a nice deal with NATO to get the cancer gun that they use. <laughs> the CIA uses. I mean, I, maybe stress, you know, <laughs> does something to you, uh, you know, uh, like fucking bankrupting a, a whole country, yeah. like makes you get cancer somehow. For I don't sure. know. I'm just throwing this out there. Anyway, <laughs> and then we get um, uh, Johanna. Yeah, Johanna Sjordotir, first ever democratic, democratically elected, uh, openly gay head of government. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, and our first female yeah. head of mm. head of government. Uh, oh, so I remember this. Yeah, because oh, like uh, a lot of the press was just like. You did a double whammy, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what was the, like, how would you describe, like, how politicizing was the event? I mean, because you have these big events, I mean, similarly across uh, Europe, the financial crisis was, we can think maybe like 2016 in the US, like, what did, were people like, nonstop, like, we have to do something now, yeah. or like... Yeah. People were very angry, but like I think we were so awash in neoliberalism at that point that people didn't even like there was only there was no kind of basis for like any kind of more radical perspective. Mm. But like the left left wing parties won. They they were like we have a four year coalition. We're going to do all these reforms. We're going to rewrite the constitution. Mm. We're going to change the fishing quota system. All these different like we're yeah. going to apply to join the EU as well because right. the, of course the Icelandic krona was yeah. blamed. The brief this. period when uh, um, yeah because it's the only time that you guys are ever a majority for yeah. joining. Yeah yeah, mm. yeah. And uh, and then of course they this was all undermined very steadily by the you know business interests and and yeah and they uh, they lasted like the four years and then they were out again yeah and, and we're back to we're back to the people that uh yeah, bankrupt the country yeah <laughs> and so uh, yeah the finance minister uh the current finance minister is yeah like yeah, from the Engay family that you mentioned the yeah. ban family ah excellent <laughs> how does that happen like is it just under so much debt or like outside pressure from outside investors like a like a Greece situation or the what's IMF the IMF came in <laughs> yeah, no, no, I just yeah I, I was mean, working at the Ministry of Finance at the time oh shit <laughs> <laughs> right. and uh, it was very interesting I went to a lot of meeting with these IMF people and and uh, they w they went softer on us than they do most countries I wonder why again treatment yeah why they had yeah. a great time in, in a, like some hot baths. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they had a really good mood. time. It's like, yeah, they, they, they come in and they're like, look, we're going to treat you like the, the occasional Serb we put on the International Criminal Court. Like, it's mostly for Africans. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, um, 
Ugh. No. So why? So what was the? How how did the business interest prevent? Um, um, like I mean, the, for, for like the, the, there was an election to uh, to elect like a council that would ri write the new constitution, and some of the uh, people from the independence party, the kind of like low level people, like um, they um, uh, sued the government to to uh, to have the election annulled, and all the judges that the independence party had placed in <laughs> the, the high court. Yeah, because like the the other the. the um the justice system is like yeah. really like t takes a really long time to change it, mm. and so it's just been steadily. These are all yeah. Party of all of history. They have uh, all independence party appointees, and they are all lawyers who went to the same program as Otson and all these guys. Ah, uh, well. uh, um, And uh, there were some like inconsistencies with the election, but nothing major. Which is funny because now Piatti uh, Bende, who is also a lawyer from the independence party, is the prime minister. And this election a few months ago now mm. had some major problems. There was yeah. like a whole. Uh, a constituency where they didn't lock the room where the ballot boxes were in and yeah. like people were let in and out just randomly and it it's was like, like literally like yeah. a farce there's too many doors on this it on this building <laughs> and just like, everyone's like oh it was like Benny coming Hill. out yeah exactly <laughs> and, and it was wild and, down and to the door factory which has been a voting station for today. <laughs> <laughs> so they so they they're like oh we're gonna first they recounted the votes which ended up changing weirdly the, the, the yeah the another great example of like uh, of uh, a press release being being sent too fast is that uh, for a hot moment the um, the parliament was the for the first time majority female yeah. uh, which all then the <laughs> international media was like first ever female parliament in yeah and then just like parliament. as the uh, as they finished because there's a there's a weird system in Iceland for like um, it's called Jöpnunarsæti and it's like it's so it's so it's sort of like gerrymandering or something is that it's so complicated Almost no one un understands it. It's like weird math, yeah. but like in the course of the evening, all these women sort of were bumped out, and like some awful men were bumped in yeah. in their so it's stead. Like we were gonna have like the youngest ever uh, member of parliament who was also would also have been the first Muslim in par parliament, right? Yeah. Oh She's yeah, Kurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but uh, she first woman like, of color. Yeah, first woman of <laughs> color. I think uh, elected at least into parliament. Yeah. And, and interview. She was being interviewed and everything. And then they counted again. And just like her seat went to a guy in a different constituency from the same party. It was like a middle-aged white guy. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh well, you know, it was good for uh -huh. eight hours. Yeah, like, exactly. with the oh, Swedish I know that's just like again going back to the like this this specific system that no one understands and like the beta test of like the developed world and there's yeah. just like some stodgy old guy being like come in gentlemen we've learned how to make math racist and sexist you won't believe it <laughs> <laughs> writing on the window and then suddenly your pen drops you know beautiful mind uh, up on the, eyes, yeah. the point I was trying to make was that like now there was another inconsistency with the election but the ruling and defense party formed like a committee and they were like actually uh, oh, the inconsistency would not really have changed anything really so it's fine yeah. that they happen <laughs> like very yeah. different from this like uh, you know when yeah. they were trying to rewrite like, the constitution mm. so yeah. they which, which has not yeah. been yeah, they rewrote a constitution. Uh, it was going to change a lot of things, but like, and people are very much in support of it. They never ratified it. It's been too long now. Everyone's given given up on it, basically. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, that didn't happen either. So how you, we have this like I guess you can call it institutional inertia, right? Independence yeah. Party. Oh, so uh, much of it. Like this constitution. So how does the pots and pans, the people on the ground, how do they relate to that? Like, how does it change over time? Do people get 
frustrated, burned out, changes into something new. I don't know. Maybe you were there. Yeah, you know, I mean, stories. that's that's sort of where the the best party was burst from. Is that well, at this point, it's sort of like every single party has been in bed with the Independence Party because they need. Um, sometimes they need more support than they like. They almost never can just be. Uh, just them and and um, the yeah, never got a plurality of the vote. Exactly. So they always need. So everybody's, so everybody's suspect because they've all worked with them. All mm. the le- like the left, like well, right the now. Well, they're the only game in town. So exactly. yeah. Like right now, there's a there's a coalition of of um, Independence Party, um, the Farmers Party, and, and um, the left and, Greens. And the left Greens, which mm. is like the huh. biggest fucking yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is why, like now. I mean, people feel like they just don't want to vote anyone. Yeah. And that's sort of where the best party came from, is that that was just a guy who was a comedian, and he was just like, I, uh, I'm i just going to... I just want an office job. I just want a good salary, and I'm going to... What I'm promising is um, free towels in the pools. That's what I'm promising. And he like he w- he was very honest about like not knowing how to govern and it wasn't really his plan he was just like it's this is a joke i'm make i'm doing a joke and he got up like i'm the majority of the world yeah cynicism was much more stronger than any radical yeah a- after a year or two it was like oh no actually cynicism is better but that's so. the that's kind of seems like a on the face uh, uh, um display of like a retreat that happens in a lot of these moments of just like um where the best anyone can really hope for is just like get the house suburban living world can burn around me as long as that's like it's like the evil version of the internet would call the grill pill or whatever Mm. just like i don't care about politics i just want to grill kind of thing and yeah yeah, because like he's just like i just want the steady job and then everything else is ephemeral um the what's his name again so gnar yeah, if I said that all right. He's the mayor of he he's he's elected mayor. Of yeah, he's a, he was a mayor, the mayor for four years, and yeah. it seems like the best party had much better results in the city rather than on like a national. Yeah, they level. Ne- they never went national. They made they, okay. there was like a, a offshoot party called Bright Future, which I think is li- it basically was yeah. like a the liberal party. Yeah, who ended and, up actually going to bed going to bed with the, the independent, independent party, party, and then yeah. they formed a government, and then that government. Um, uh, failed because oh yeah because oh yeah <laughs> let's just call it a hot dog relations <laughs> yeah the yeah the uh the the uh, father of the current prime minister still a prime minister the independence party leader Bjarne Ben uh my former boss at the finance ministry his yeah his father turned out to have uh, uh pardoned hel- uh, yeah helped uh uh, to, yeah, well, th- we have the system of like, if you're a pedophile, <laughs> if, if you're a, if you happen to be a pedophile, <laughs> if you're <laughs> if you like going into the basement of the hot dog place, uh, then uh, then you go go to jail. But then you can ask to have your like record cleared, essentially, yeah. which is like essentially so you can what, I guess run run for office. You can have your law degree back and all these kind of stuff. This kind of went away a few years. Restored ago. honor is Restored how I have honor. it translated. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was known to have helped with that. Yeah. Uh, the bright future liberals were like, we, we're not going to stand for this snap election. The liberals are you know completely removed. Yeah. 
yeah. and the independence party goes back into government yeah um, so Pierre <laughs> one day I might be a pedophile <laughs> 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 I love that hot dog place <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, and before that happened there were the Panama Papers where again Pierre de Ben the, the leader was uh, named in the Panama Papers mm. and, and also the then um, uh, Prime Minister uh, from the Progressive Party, the Farmers Party, yeah. the, the who in a, in a televised interview was confronted about yes, this. Yes, yeah. yeah, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. It's with the, uh, uh, um, I guess, with the Pandora Papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The the yeah the op, but yeah. the um, yeah, because that was like basically the only person ever who really faced any consequences who was named in any of these things. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was kind of hounded out of. Yeah. Very fairly hounded out of office. Yeah. But he didn't have, yeah, I guess he didn't have the backbone of like the Independence Party people who are like, no, no, yeah. so, just drive so, on yeah. through, yeah. ignore it. I mean, he so can't this be cancelled. Bjarne Ben, he has the nickname uh, Teflon Bjarne. Because oh, nothing, nothing yeah. sticks to him. God, you guys really do love ripping off the Dutch. Uh, <laughs> her prime minister is also called Teflon. Oh, really? Mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mark Wutte, Teflon Mark. Uh, um, he just passed Merkel as the longest serving. Yeah, he's now the longest ruling. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, head of government or will shortly yes yeah. well you um, gotta be non-stick for that exactly mm-hmm. and there's a lot also there's a poisonous <laughs> chemical in you <laughs> <laughs> well, like which he, is also true for him i, I think. mean he goes on stage it's it's the netherlands he goes on stage and says he talks about how difficult it is to wear blackface and it's fine <laughs> uh in, according to dutch politics um yeah okay so it's interesting you mentioned bright future because there's also just like there's I, I, one thing that struck me is just some of the party names, <laughs> which I, I find very fun. Um, interesting to point out that like Iceland is one of the only two places where like pirate politics still is a thing, yeah. uh, which yeah. is very uh, retro. The, the best party was like kind of related to the pirate movements. Um, I think I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I saw well, like unofficially, or they were. I think later. some of the people like involved ended up maybe in the pirate okay. party. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, the Pirate Party is is, is uh, strong in Iceland, I think, because of the. Um, I mean, what's the thing with the with the information law? Yeah, they're, they're just anti-corruption. They ask a lot of questions in Parliament, get a lot of info out into the open. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, it turns out like all the uh, members of Parliament were getting like huge payments for their car usage, and like yeah. some people <laughs> would seem to be just driving all day in order to rack up enough money. That big circular road around yeah. the whole island. Yeah. You just do a couple of laps of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been in Parliament for weeks, and like, where is he? He's just driving in circles. Yeah. Tokyo drifting <laughs> in Reykjavik. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically yeah. like a uh, uh, Fast and the Furious style uh, <laughs> <laughs> member of Parliament. Yeah, except that he looks like a like a literally a sow. Um, uh, described. Sorry, no, he looks like he's about to. This, this man looks like he's about to explode. It looks yeah. like he has like eighteen hot dogs every day. Um, and he just that's, that's kind of what I imagine Vin Diesel will look like when he's older or stops <laughs> stops working out. Like yeah, well, I mean, this is a per- pink pink man um, <laughs> and yeah he's just like yeah doing the ring road over and over again in his fucking SUV and then getting loads of money for it nice. um, it's a good grift if you can get it for sure yeah I mean yeah respect to him for keeping <laughs> that up for a while um, the, the the next one that I wanted to talk just, just wanted to mention briefly because 
as soon as I saw that party name, I was like, nerds, fucking nerds. I wanted to like wedgie the party name. Responsible future? Yeah, not nerds. Uh, no. Oh. They're like queer danker. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. They're like COVID yeah. denied. But that's such a nerd name. Yeah, they didn't get any votes. No, they, well, they got. Well, hang, hang on now. <laughs> hang on, Simon. Not to, not to put you on blast like this on recording, but they got 144. God, sorry, I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> 0.1% of the vote. Yeah. Um, which I have to assume is just them and their family. Yeah. Uh, I think it was less because you need to have a certain amount of signatures to be able to put forth the list for, yeah. for um, uh, a vote. Yeah. And I think they got in the end less Yeah, way vote. less than you could. Yeah, when like they had more signatures yeah. than votes. <laughs> So. Well, hang on. No, I'm sorry. You're you're cornered on the street by a queer dank, and you're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, 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 sure, I'll sign whatever you want. Just get out of here. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Responsible future read did sound like yeah. uh, uh, you know, your mom telling you not to drink or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, right. So I guess that uh, um, that kind of wraps up uh, everything we have in the notes. But I did want to turn to you guys about like. Because uh, um, we did talk a little bit about this, like international perception of Iceland as just like you have it all figured out, uh, which is kind of this thing that's extended to all the Nordic countries. Sure, I yeah. feel like, mm. uh, um, but like, what are the issues? Like, what are actually people voting on, or what do you think are things that need to change, or there's movements or anything to do? Is there any kind of glimmer of hope in Icelandic politics? Yeah, so we right. live here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So it is like Ireland. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, like you say, like we, like as Icelanders, we're like in different countries, and and people will be very excited to have met an Icelander. Like mm. we will ask a lot of follow up questions. Yeah, but, which is it's you're fun right. for the uh, first little bit, and then yeah. you have to go on podcasts and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so no, like, no, it's it's it, we please, don't mind. But yeah, so like, maybe if we just get it out. Out of the way yeah just I will, like, i'll refer you to the corner spady episode from <laughs> exactly. we'll make you a qr code or something yeah. but it, it, it's it's fun but like some people are weird about it some like why are you so interested in this <laughs> yeah there's a lot it's of us because people think this is like this socialist paradise in the north sure. and and now like we have this government which was run by the left greens which you know i used to be very much into mm. uh before they ever got into power and and turn out to essentially be, be kind of more talk conservative Basically, yeah. I mean the leader now, the prime minister Katrin Jakobsdóttir, who uh, is now formed, formed the uh, government with the Independence Party, yeah. uh, where they are d- dismantling the healthcare system essentially, and you know there's oh, all these fun. problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she used to like there would be like buttons that the young people would carry of her face, like in a Guevara style, you know. Yeah. Oh. oh. They they were considered <laughs> like very radical and like at some point like maybe they could never get into government because they were too close to like yeah. old old style you know communism yeah mm. uh, and they also but they i mean their whole shtick is like protecting icelandic nature yeah and so right. like they're they're because they they have green in their name um you know they're um perceived as being you know aware of the you know crisis that we all face as yeah. a as a as a you know, people as everywhere, a, everywhere. Globe, but yes. but their um, you know their take is more like we want to 
you know, make a national park somewhere. Like yeah. they're not even like their 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 environmentalism isn't even like global. It's just like that's such. <laughs> they just like they're like oh, there's a piece of swamp here that like needs to be, <laughs> that, you know, that's, protected. That's very interesting because it's so interesting the idea that Iceland needs a national park because uh, a um, friend of the show, a friend of mine, Hugh, has been there a couple of times, and his understanding of what Icelandic people tell him is just like, oh, the middle of the country is where tourists go to die. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah. That's that's that's, that's untouched. <laughs> um, yeah absolutely. i mean that's also just because they're dumb they don't know that the country like we know that, that <laughs> we know that iceland is actively trying to kill people there <laughs> all the time this is what the thing that we've been taught from just like being a child is that you yeah. have to really you know be aware that people die just mm, outside yeah. they go outside and they die <laughs> but like but tourists don't know this so they're, yeah. they're just like oh i'm gonna swim in this <laughs> fucking river <laughs> just like drowning there just yeah so yeah, it's I mean, very people common. have this perception of Icelanders being this environmental green people I mean all, all our household energy is like renewable and geothermal all right geothermal yeah. and, yeah. and uh, what's it called water <laughs> water energy yeah. <laughs> hydro yeah. uh, but uh, like the you know, the left greens who like you know have a less ambitious uh, plan in terms of uh, uh, the climate crisis than like most uh, European country, countries yeah. and the, uh, or the Nordic countries at least and Icelanders per capita again per capita uh, have a higher um, carbon footprint per person than than yeah, any other European country this is that one politician doing rings around the country yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean there's no really there's no like public transport transport infrastructure to speak of mm. um, everyone has like three cars and these um, ch- these changes are all only happening at the like municipal uh, municipal level so yeah. uh, mm. the good thing about the best party uh, is that since it came to be uh, there's uh, been a like a center left majority in the city ever since mm. uh, and they kind of like they were kind of around the center left area so th- there have been major improvements uh, in in the pipeline with uh, city yeah. planning urban planning and uh, public transport and stuff mm. that might move people away from cars make the city a little bit more like livable and walkable and yeah. you know sure. you can bike and stuff yeah but then like on the on the national level yeah, like the politicians are just it. like let's get more aluminum smelting happening in this country yeah. let's mm. do it we if we all do if we all go in the same direction we can like, <laughs> make our footprint bigger somehow like <laughs> truly is that just because of the constitution or is there like an urban rural like yeah divide well there? The, the your vote counts almost double if you live in the northwest uh, yeah. compared to kind of the the Reykjavik su- suburbs essentially mm-hmm. yeah so, like, majority of the country just lives in in uh, the the bigger, like, the larger Reykjavik area, yeah. and which are um, the strongholds of the Independence Party and the and the progressives, the farmers. Yeah, so sure. they so they get their their votes are so this, it's also it's very interesting because like I think like the the people the country like the people that live there, um, the majority of them are more left leaning, mm. um, but they just they can't yeah. get power because of this sort of like how the system is built and also um they yeah like very predictably do fight a lot between themselves sure and people have been trying to change things through the unions in the last few years uh, okay. more radical union bosses but they are actively being pushed against as well by sure. uh you know yeah. kind of the yeah inertia of the system like you said any workplace in particular or which which union no Industry. this uh the the most radical one is called Appling who is 
they have a lot of it's it's Iceland is kind of too small for like uh, specific unions for each industry. Well, they do exist, but they tend to like merge into larger groups. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, yeah. is there like uh, sorry? I just have more questions. I'm yeah, turning into the, the uh, yeah a coster on the street. Um, <laughs> is there like because I'm like this divide like does that usually that produces like culture war or something or some like, frustration yeah. right like so are, is there like people like complaining about those city people who are doing all this dumb stuff there's a lot of culture war stuff happening right now yeah Yeah. well like a a big portion of the icelandic national football team turned out to be like you know abusers yeah (laughs) recently Uh, there you go so uh so there's a big like you know and even one of them who is playing or was playing with what everton no uh, yeah, Everton. Yeah, who who got uh, sacked? Yeah, he got picked up by the Manchester police for uh, some child abuse, like yeah. charges. Uh, okay, hot dogs hot all the way down. Yeah. Hot, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a rumor the that name, doesn't it now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a rumor that he got like you know a kind of a honeypot th- thing that happened, like where okay. he was like entrapped. But mm. still, you know, <laughs> I was tricked yeah. by this child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, do you really want to tell the world like I was tricked by a no, child? No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> no. I'm not saying. Well, that, the options uh, of the table are. <laughs> I am, after all, just child. a footballer. Or, or you know, I these, enjoy hot These children are more cunning than you. <laughs> than you know, you know, they will. You gotta watch out for the kids. <laughs> Icelandic man mobbed by yeah. child swarm of child. Uh, you know, yeah. if there are enough children that attack you, <laughs> yeah. they will get you closer. Oh, you get three of them and a trench coat on top of each other's shoulders. Yeah. Take yeah. on the world. But uh, yeah. Yeah, and and this is a big thing of like has you know cancel culture gone too far thing is like a huge thing now some yeah. politicians have been trying to push like the the turf stuff hasn't really yeah. taken a foothold for, uh, fortunately not yeah yeah no yeah, yeah. thankfully uh ter- so ter- turfism is, is <laughs> uh, yeah i guess there's just like there's not i mean again with the homogenous society there's just um i don't know there's not enough trans people in iceland yeah to make it an issue like at least i don't f- i don't feel like people are picking that up as much as like the uk which is just like yeah i mean like in the uk it's, in, it's incredibly manufactured like you look at the polling of like anyone yeah. who actually cares about it, and they're just like no mm. what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. and then the remaining three two percent that care all have columns mm. so yeah um the reason i ask is because i feel like that's often what fill, fills the vacuum right like if there's like yeah. an opening or political opening and then when mm. nothing happens, you just turn to... The jingle uh, the keys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People that need uh, different ways to jingle the keys. Yeah. And yeah. with the best party, um, you mentioned like one of my stereotypes of Iceland, this is uh, maybe a specifically like a Reddit thing, but they're like, the the mayor, I, I forgot his name already, Gnar, yeah. was like, he, he wants everyone to watch The Wire or like he pre- he performs uh, at the at the oh, Pride yeah. Parade and stuff. He, and that's kind he of like famously cool. said <laughs> that when when after they won that election, he was like, I will only go into negotiations with people that have watched all five series seasons <laughs> of The Wire. He did say this. Like, there was like kind of an embarrassing photo with his coalition partner where they were like holding the DVD or something. <laughs> Okay, now it's funny. Yeah, almost being kind of shamed into like, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
but it just I mean yeah it's like uh, politics is dead there is no future but this but is I'm being done immediately like in the yeah. middle of the financial crisis yeah. right? like 2010 2011 yeah. is it already over that seems so depressing like, we did, like Ireland did nothing in response to the financial crisis not until like 2014 did anyone like do anything uh, mm. in like in protest over the financial crisis there was even a sizable delay in the US like what's the when was uh, you mean like if Occupy was 2011 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so like it was only the Mediterranean countries that were just like went out immediately well I always Occupy was always explained that like people like gave Obama a chance and then 2010 with the rise of the like yeah, Tea Party sure. and then it kicked in you yeah. know just the next year yeah i was actually living in new york at the time in the beginning of 2009 when uh like so i was my first day of work i was everyone was watching the inauguration because it was the 20th hmm. and uh, at the same time they were like burning the oslo tree in in the square in iceland yeah it's called the oslo tree it's given to us <laughs> by the norwegians and we burned oh. it, in, we front burned it <laughs> in front of parliament <laughs> and so and everyone was so hopeful and happy in the u.s they were like oh my god obama's gonna change everything yeah. <laughs> and they were so yeah it was so uh, sweet to to watch that and then like go on the icelandic like media and, 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 uh, yeah. and like my friend texted me he's like we're <laughs> we're setting the tree on fire <laughs> well obama did say the wire was his favorite show so so yeah. they could have that's maybe, why yeah. things you know. were gonna be good yeah. <laughs> God damn it. remember all the drone strikes in the wire <laughs> oh, yeah. i did love that bit uh, um and also don't look into any of the things the guy who created the wire has ever said <laughs> they're oh, not no. good he's a, yeah he's a unique character he- <laughs> Um, which I think uh, uh, we can wrap up our discussion on Iceland and leads us into a little something that maybe Rob would like to talk about, which is the oh, movies. Oh, no, I didn't have much to say. Just I know you're into the... Do you have any any movie wrecks? I know Iceland has a you know, yeah. little bit of film industry. Anything yeah. to uh, recommend yeah, we, or share? We have the podcast, Bio Trio. So mm. if you speak Icelandic... <laughs> if, okay, hang on. We've had this problem before. And I think this is a, this is a new... <laughs> This is our a, a new like press guide or whatever. If you understand Icelandic, you mm. should listen. To this, cause I see. Because yeah. we've had this before. Like we had a Czech podcast on recently. I was like, actually, a lot of people who don't speak Czech could probably understand that. Mm. Um, but yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah, same yeah. situation, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. like actually, yeah. What is the mutual intelligibility with like Swedish and Norwegian? And I don't think I don't think if you're Swedish, I you think, can understand anything no, that we're I think saying. W- in like this. I- Icelandic is um, a very old language because, mm. like, as an island, sort of, it didn't. Um, develop as fast as anything on the mainland so we um, we sort of understand more Swedish and Danish well not Dan- no I don't no one understands Danish Danes don't even understand I've seen Danish. some Swedish sketch shows yeah. it like, seems to be a big joke yeah. of theirs like Norwegians and oh uh, yeah um, what was the name of that sketch <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking Camelosu. about. Camelosu. It, it's the uh, <laughs> the one I'm talking about is the one where like Danish is a fake language and everyone's been faking it the whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nobody's able to communicate. Yeah, yeah. everyone's just kind of grunting at each other. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but like so we can sort of like understand Norwegian and Swedish up to uh, to a degree, yeah. but they but the, it doesn't go the it other way. Go the other way. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. So. But yeah, we've been watching. Uh, uh, f- it's been five years now of this podcast. Yeah. We've been watching, trying to watch every Icelandic film ever made. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So that, that, that was our plan. Um, and we are almost done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like 208 episodes in now yeah. or something. Yeah. Nice. So we've What's the best one? <laughs> so far. <laughs> well, uh, the best one that is available internationally and subtitled. Um, that could be that could be a few ones. Woman yeah. at War is Woman a recent one. Woman at War one. is is a good one. I mean, yeah, that's that's actually an industry that is if you if if uh, if the 
the image of Icelanders as being like a very leftist country that it might be, you know, in part due to yeah. like, films from mm. Iceland where they're very often like, yeah, left-leaning um, Messages. Uh, politics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This one is about like, Woman at War is about like a woman who's a, like an eco-terrorist. She's like taking down electricity infrastructure to stop like aluminum smelters. Yeah. And like if right. that happened actually in Iceland, like she would be jailed and like... Yeah, three people would show up and protest, and mm. then be like, <laughs> she would get beat cancer. up by cops. And yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's a, it's a good film. In in German, it's called uh, Gegend im Raum. Okay. And yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's yeah, there's a th- Under the Tree is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, a recent one as well. Yeah. So then now then Lamb, is, Lamb now the, is now in the, theaters. Uh, we haven't seen that one, but that is um, everyone's very excited about Me it. Either, yeah. it's, it's, uh, uh, it's distributed by A twenty four, so that's why people ooh, are excited. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, I know that's big good. hit in the states. Yeah. I think, it's no. a it's a very uh, common theme in Icelandic film is um, s- uh, even though we don't have a lot of mammals uh, or animals in general as mm. an island. Um, we only have like six wild animals. I'm not talking about individual animals. I'm talking about (laughs) types of animals. Yeah, isn't like the (laughs) fox the largest or something? Yeah, like fox and rabbits, mink. Mink. Yeah, I guess rabbits. Yeah, and uh, mouse, rat. Yeah. Uh, and, ra- and, and reindeer yeah. um, is the and reindeer that's oh. the only mammals I think land mammals mm. yeah and, and yeah whales, and course. then all films uh, Icelandic films so they're all called like ram or lamb or or um, <laughs> falcon falcon <laughs> or like they're, they're just all called strange things I heard from books told <laughs> yeah. me magic of the movies yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of uh, magic realism yeah. is a very common theme in yeah, Icelandic film a lot of people yeah. alone on a farm uh, being angry at their brother who lives on the farm next door. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other thread that we should get you back on. Where does the magic come in? Most of them are not good. Yeah. There's like, you know, a handful that, you know, you could recommend to. Oh, actually, hang on. No, that's a better question. What is the worst Icelandic film? Oh, wow. It, it it would be something that you would not be able to find. We have because it's a small country. We can like email the directors like yeah. straight up and be like, "Hey, can we see your film that is not available anywhere?" And oh, they like will review just co- send okay. it to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People uh, people are playing along, and we we we've gotten. <laughs> sometimes we do an episode about a film that literally nobody has seen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not literally. A hundred and twenty. How many? Hundred forty-four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got you on your edge now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it actually no, grossed no, six krona. Yeah. <laughs> no hype. Super bully for me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, worst Icelandic film. Oof. There's one called like One Big Family, which is basically a guy who goes. It's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's hot dog adjacent. Yeah. He, goes, oh. he goes around drinking fucking different women, then he's like it blows up in his face. I was, I all was, of them get. <laughs> I was <pregnant>. literally, <laughs> I was literally in my head when I asked you what was the worst Icelandic film. I was like, is there an Icelandic cheaper by the dozen? That would be <laughs> so good. Yeah, I was like, I this mean, sounded like that almost until you mentioned the fucking. Yeah. So in our in our um, podcast, we have a section called the Scandinavian pain index where we uh, we uh, rank each film that we watch on how much Scandinavian pain I mean you've probably also seen like Danish and, and Swedish movies that they they have a common theme of like someone was abused someone yes. like either killed s- murder suicide there's a corrupt official of some kind a policeman or a or a politician the um, only Swedish film I've seen was an animated film about a guy who takes revenge on the entire Swedish porn industry and uh, like wow. when everyone's killed it shows the like the bed they live in at like sleeping at home just filling with blood even though they're not there 
with their like wow. with their wives or husbands like sleeping soundly beside what is this it. Film called? I couldn't remember. It was shown by like the one, it was shown to be like the one Swedish guy in Ireland. Oh, wow. yeah. You have to see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That feels like a deep cut, but like I've obviously uh, previously mentioned um uh Nazi um Oh yeah. Uh, what's his face? Lars von Trier, Danish. His his films are very much this. Lukas Muth is on the Swedish director. Did yeah. Lilia Forever? Mm. Like these sort of very like you have the grating of the film is very blue or like earth tony drama. Yeah. And yeah, and like a family torn apart and and uh, alcoholism, uh, alcoholism, and, yeah. secrets of the past that get you know unsurfaced. This is a, this is the these are the themes that we have, and then every once in a while there's a natural disaster that happens yeah. uh, an earthquake or a, an avalanche yeah the one that we reviewed at podfest right when okay, we yeah. when we delayed your show for like a full <laughs> half hour or something <laughs> that one was about uh it was a children's movie about a football team like you know kids playing at a tournament like uh, at a little island and in the end uh, the volcano erupts on the island and everything is covered in ash, but they still play the game. Yeah, well. they, they, <laughs> well, they, they finish in a penalty. Penalty uh, kick out. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it's very common. We've had like there's a actually a really good one called Noe Albinoe. Oh, Noe um, Albinoe is good. Yeah, yeah, which we could definitely recommend. It's sort of a uh, nine. Oh, it's early two thousands film. It, like sort of like indie shoegaze situation, but that one has a. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't say it. But no, yeah. Yeah, but if yeah, you want to yeah, watch it, but a there's, a, there's yeah, a natural yeah. disaster. That that's, uh, I think we've had all of them, right? Yeah. Eruption, earthquake. earthquake. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, all, the, all the ones that could happen, yeah. Oh, okay, right. So you haven't had, like, tornado Icelandic no. movie. No. <laughs> yeah, sadly, we don't have... I mean, there's a lot of... Like lost at sea kind of movies happen yeah, sometimes, yeah. or yeah. like fishermen that fishermen are like in that trouble, like try to swim to land, and a lot of like Tarantino-inspired like crime stuff, like people trying to smuggle like moonshine from Rotterdam to Reykjavik. And a lot of like this is very cool. This is tickling Rob's brain. And like strangely, a lot of acid. Yeah. There's there's a couple of different things. In the 90s films. they were like we are we are selling acid. We have sheets of acid that we're like <laughs> oh, like nice. LSD and like as if it was the like there's like one movie that we haven't gotten access to. Yeah, because the director refuses to let us see it. It's called oh. Suck Me Nina. Okay. <laughs> or I guess give me a blowjob Nina or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. about teenage uh, young people in Reykjavik who will do anything to get their next fix of LSD. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah i mean that makes sense sure um totally how lsd works um all right uh we will put links to uh, um every single one of those movies (laughs) everything mentioned on a dropbox yeah yeah (laughs) big piracy dropbox in the show description this is a bad plug for berlin but like if you if you uh, like us come see us at comedy cafe berlin we do shows there yeah 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 Yeah, we do have uh, we do have some people in berlin uh um speaking of which after you do that you should come to our live show on january 9th uh in donau 115 with us and spasbremse going through uh what happened in 2021 uh that thing that just happened and if it isn't canceled if by extenuating (laughs) circumstances (laughs) (laughs) we we have to hope we're doing the secret um Oh, God fucking damn it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> with that, we will catch you on the bonus feed. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.